Greetings and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we will be talking with your favorite LGBTQ authors. This is Anita Kelly, and my guest today is the award-winning author, Faye Jacobs. Hello, Faye. Hello, how are you? I am great. How are you doing? Excellent tonight, thank you. I'm a snowbird and I'm calling from Florida. Oh, nice, nice for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been a snowbird? Uh, several years now. We do about two or three months every year down here. Stay away from the ice and snow and uh, cold weather and dampness up north. Yeah, that's the way to go. That's, that's awesome. That's the way to go. Yeah. Nice, nice. So will you be back in time for uh, Camp Rehoboth? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We've got our Women's Fest coming up and we've got all kinds of good things in Rehoboth. So we'll be back. Uh, yeah, these April Fools will be back around April 1st. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about Camp Rehoboth. What is that all about? Well, it's a 30-year-old uh, service organization, LGBTQ. And you started and it when you were 10. Yeah, well, <laughs> I came in, uh, the people who, who founded it, uh, it, it was in the early 90s. Uh, I came into the picture with them about 1995. It was started as a response to the AIDS crisis and started with uh, health, uh, some of the health care and, and, and just gathering people together as a support system. But it grew into a full service LGBTQ community center. And uh, it's been 30 years, huge amount of programs, parties, block parties, fundraisers, all every, we have a library, we have many classes, uh, we really do a lot. That's awesome. And it and is. You, and you have like, um, it, there's a, what is it, a long weekend that's dedicated to this in April? It, well, April this year, April 29th through May 3rd, we have Women's Fest, oh, okay. which Part of that is always a book fair where a lot of our authors come to sell their books and to speak. And uh, we have amazing keynote speakers. Uh, this year, the entertainment, a uh, couple of little bands you may have heard of, Indigo Girls and Shelley Wright will be performing. Whoa. And uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's a huge weekend. It's a huge weekend in Rehoboth. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, it is. We love it. Yeah, I'll bet. Um, and, um, so how did you, like, how did this women's weekend come to be? What it, it, Am I correct in that it kind of grew out of Camp Rehoboth? Or? It grew out of Camp Rehoboth. It is presented by Camp Rehoboth. And, it, and as camp is 30 years old, the Women's Fest is 20 years old. It started with eight women who did something called the Women's Project. And we, we did a half-a-day conference upstairs at the library with 60 people with uh, legal and medical and financial speakers. And those were the days when... There were no protections for gay couples, and uh, there were many terrible stories about people losing their homes when a, when a, a partner died and the family swooped in to take control, mm -hmm. and there were no protections. And so we had legal people offering a class in how to protect yourself legally 
by having, uh, you know, a, a mortgage with right of survivorship and various other things. It would, and, and people were just hungry for this sort of thing. Oh, sure. Also financial advice for lesbian couples. Uh, it was amazing. And so we did a half a day the first year. We did a full day the second year. Uh, with the governor of Delaware as our speaker. I have to say, she didn't mention anything about gay rights at all, but she at least came. (laughs) And and every year since then, it's gotten bigger and bigger. And uh, thousands of women come or, and of course, Rehoboth has many thousands of lesbians living there as well. So, I mean, it's a hugely popular thing. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, I've never been, but I um, plan to check it out. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll (laughs) check it out this year. I think you need to. (laughs) So, so Faye, you have been in, I'll say, the book industry for like most of your career, right? Um, I've been in the in the writing industry. I've been in journalism first. Okay. Journalism, theater, actually, uh, both. And But when I started um, coming to Rehoboth in 95, I started a column in their newspaper called Letters from Camp. And that column became, I was very lucky, it became very popular, and we were able to take the columns and make them into books. At the time, I was working with two women who had a an independent press, and um, they are pioneers in the publishing industry. They were uh, two of the founders of Nyad Press back in the 70s. Oh, wow. And they, they lived in Rehoboth, and they had split off from Nyad by that time and had A&M books. And so they said they wanted to publish me. So we put the columns in the first three books and they worked with me and I helped them because they were getting on in years and I sort of took over their press and published several other authors with them. And that's how my books went from columns to books. Wow. Uh, and we were very lucky in, in 2004, five, six, there were still a lot of women's bookstores and, uh, and we were placed in all of them. And it, it was it was great to get my name out and to have uh, books sold all over the country. It was very rewarding. Wow, that's fantastic. It is. That's it is. Really it, was, is. it was a lot of fun. But as you know, the, the uh, list of LGBT bookstores has shrunk completely. Oh, yeah. And it's harder for our authors to get out there in uh, brick-and-mortar places today. Yeah, I think um, I think I heard Giovanni's room in Philadelphia is, has closed or is closing. I don't know. It was back open again. Okay. Um, it was open for years, then it was closed, and now it's back open again. I haven't heard anything lately, but I hate to think you're right because uh, they were a very important part of our history. Oh, yeah. I um, think they were one of the first uh, absolutely. bookstores. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so, you know, that is a road that's very hard. And of course, it's not just the gay bookstores, it's bookstores in general. But there is a movement now for small independent bookstores to uh, sort of, uh, you know, be back in the community again. And, and so I'm hoping that will help the uh, uh, LGBT writers as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I hope so. I know I, I miss those little bookstores. <laughs> I We all do. We yeah. All do. Yeah. It's uh, it's different, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so what was your first job in this field then? Um, 
My first actual job in writing was I got a job out of college doing um, com- writing commercials for a, a tiny television station in Washington, D.C. And from there, I went to a weekly newspaper and was able to uh, become pretty well known in the Montgomery County, Maryland area. Uh, I did food uh critiques and theater critiques and wrote feature stories for several uh, publications and I had a great time Uh, but in 1999 I was really frustrated because I couldn't write what I wanted to write Uh, I was in the closet uh, at work and it just you know my readers didn't want to read about me and my spouse Mm -hmm. and I I wasn't even permitted to write that so I said uh, my my uh, spouse and I, we said, let's just take a flyer and move to Rehoboth Beach where we can live an authentic life because you can be out there. It is not uh, harmful to any work life you have. And so I tried to find a job in Rehoboth and I got a job in tourism writing, which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the while, I continued my column for Letters from Camp Rehoboth and eventually became the feature editor for that. And then um, two years ago, when the editor and the executive director, he was executive director and founder of Camp Rehoboth, passed away, Steve Elkins, my mentor, mm-hmm. I took over for him and edited Letters from Camp Rehoboth for two years. Oh, wow. What a great yeah. story. That's a a great history. It is. And it's been very rewarding. And the thing that I like best is that while my columns, I mean, I, you know, a lot of people have read me and they, and I go to speak in a lot of places and my columns are funny and fun. And I try to make poke fun at all kinds of universal things with a gay twist. And that's great. But along the way, since I've been writing for 26 years for the magazine, it's kind of a, gay history of Rehoboth and the United States. And that's one of my favorite things that a critic said, that the books are nothing more than our gay history. And I, I love that. And I, and I, it's kind of what I set out to do. So I'm, I'm very happy that it's being recognized that way. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. That's great. Thank you. So um, you have, um, I'll call it the Rehoboth series. Um, yes. And yes. how did you come to write it and how many books well, are in it? I mean, it? basically, it's five books at the moment. Okay. Uh, basically, it's 26 years worth of columns, uh, you know, and it, from start to finish, again, it, it just shows what life was like in each of those years. Um, each book is five or six years and or more. And, and uh, as it was, a, a, you know, a monthly or every uh, twice a month column, it showed what was going on in all of our fights for gay rights. I mean, from in, in Delaware, where Rehoboth is, from 2008 to 2013, we passed every gay rights bill that we could mm-hmm. uh, under a Democratic administration in the state. And it's the story of all of those bills and the fight and how we did it and then the fight for um, – the fight for gay marriage in the United States. One of my columns is standing uh, about standing on the Supreme Court the day that Edie Windsor uh, had her oral arguments at the Supreme Court. Oh, nice. And, you know, and so, and we went to many gay pride parades around the country. And I reported from there. 
uh, and and uh, a lot of it is is just um, uh, my view of of uh, the progress that we've made and my take on some of the really fun incidents or the upsetting incidents that happened along the way. Oh, that's fantastic, Faye. I'm gonna pause for a second. Um, yes. I don't know if you just heard my dog bark. I did. <laughs> okay. Right. Hang on. Okay. I'm lucky mine isn't. <laughs> All right, hang on. Sorry about that. She's. It's uh, okay. If he starts again, just blame it on my dog, Windsor. Everybody who reads me knows Windsor. Okay. <laughs> She's getting older, and, uh, you know, when she needs to go out, she wants to go out. She needs to go out. I hear you. Yeah. Where, where am I talking to? Where is a 610? Oh, where I'm in you? Pennsylvania, eastern Pennsylvania. Yeah. 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 Pennsylvania, yeah. yeah. Cold up there? <laughs> uh, actually, today, it's not today. It was 60. Um, my car thermometer said 64 degrees. So, oh, my God. Good. Good yeah. for you. I'm, I'm hoping that we are, like, moving into spring and that's it. I hope so. But yeah. but March usually comes back and gets you. Yeah, I know, right? It's the whole uh, in. That's why we don't come home till April. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wise. You know, the in like a lamb, out like a lion. Yes. Exactly. I think we're there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so um, there are five books in yes. the Rehoboth yes. series. And you said, as of now, are you putting together another one right now? Well, there's material for another one. Whether okay. or not we'll do it, I'm, I'm not sure yet. But, you know, uh, I write a column uh, 15 times a year. And so uh, the la and the last book ended. It was supposed to end. <laughs> with election day 2016 okay. but i just couldn't leave it on that note so i that's a I sad wrote, note <laughs> it, was, it was awful and i i just couldn't do it so i <laughs> i wrote several more columns so basically from uh you know early 2017 till now is when the book would cover and i would say maybe by uh, the end of this year, one more year, I'll have enough and probably publish another one that will probably be the last in the series uh, because I've moved on from letters. Uh, a new editor has taken my place and um, I'm still writing the column. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I think I think it's time for somebody else after that. But, uh, yeah, there'll probably be one more. And um, I enjoy, you know, traveling all over, reading the humorous articles and, and some of the not so humorous articles, some of the the uh, advocacy, some of I'm, I'm, I'm writing more about uh, my transgender friends. I'm writing more about the importance of um, women fighting for uh, perhaps a revised ERA, um, you know, a lot of mm -hmm. things like that. So is that... Um like I, I saw on your website that you have kind of like this uh, stand up or live show. <laughs> sit down. Yes. Sit down. Okay. <laughs> I call myself the last comic sitting. Um, what what happened was I took my uh, stories to literary conferences and people would laugh at them quite heartily and. Uh -huh tear and whatever and if if one asked me 20 people asked me if i was going to do a show and i had no idea and i thought about it i thought well let me see what i can put together so in 2000 
14 or 14, I guess, I put together an outline about my history in the gay rights movement and my history coming out and, and uh, being working with camp and working in advocacy and, and tried it out in Rehoboth. And uh, lo and behold, it was fun. It was funny. Uh, people loved it. And I did about 10 performances in the area. And then I got calls from other places. And I went to the duplex um, club on Christopher Street in New York nice. and performed. Nice. Uh, I went to New Hope, Provincetown, and New Orleans. I mean, I've been all over the East Coast. Great. And having a blast. I'm just, I mean, I did a couple of shows, uh, sellouts last year in Florida. Um, and, and it's just been a lot of fun. Oh, and that's so and, cool. And, and it, it, but the cool part for me is that I only do it to raise money for LGBT organizations. And I've done many, uh, many pride organizations, many um, uh, small community centers, Allentown and Reading, Pennsylvania. And and that I, you know, I, I, I'm not doing it to make a fortune. I'm not doing it, you know, uh, to, just to be a commercial entity. I want to raise money for our queer groups and that's what i'm doing yeah i know you were here in allentown um and our uh lgbt center when right. it first opened uh brought yes. you here yeah yes and uh, uh liz brought me there liz bradbury and i i came back a second time to do another show oh you did and and uh, yeah, and then and then the gal there was a gal from Reading who brought me in, a gal from uh, uh, Pennsylvania, another place in Pennsylvania. It's just been a lot of fun. Oh, and, that's so uh, great! It is the last two years I haven't done quite as much because I was I had taken over the editorship. But now that I have retired from that, uh, I'm gearing up again to go out for another round of shows. Okay, you've been busy. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I have. Really? So, um. Is is Fried and True, is that part of that whole Rehoboth series, or is that a yes. standalone yeah, it book? Is and it, well, it is and it isn't. It's a special book. After the first co collection of my columns, I didn't know if I would do a second one. Okay. Um, and I wanted to do a history of Anita Marchant and Muriel Crawford, who were two of the women who founded Nyad Press. Oh, yeah. And, and so I did a little... Uh, research with them and talk to them. I'm so glad I did because they were both in their 90s. Wow. And um, I, I kind of got a mini biography down. And it wasn't enough for a whole book and whatever. So I put it with some of my columns over the last, the previous few years and, and produced Fried and True. But it is a different kind of book because every other chapter is a story about the lives of Anita and Muriel. And they were amazing women. Um, Anita's book, she wrote under the name Sarah Aldridge, oh, and her yeah. book, Latecomer, was the first book ever printed by Nyad Press. The first book, uh, novel, um, fiction with a happy ending. You know, before that, any lesbian in a story had to, you know, be thrown under a bus. Oh, yeah, it's all tragic. Right, a, a tree falling on them or some other ugly thing. And Anita and Muriel sort of changed you know, along with Barbara Greer and Donna McBride, the four of them changed the story. And it became a hugely successful publishing company. I know. And when I, uh, I remember when I was first coming out, um, Nyad Press was just unbelievable. They had so many great authors. It was the one. It really was. Yeah. And, 
And uh, so I was, it was such a, a wonderful treat for me to meet these women in Rehoboth, uh, talk with them and write down their story. And, and I wish I had gone, had gone and done more, but I had at least a mini biography of them. And I like to say that the three of them loved each other, publishing and scotch whiskey, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is great. But I remember uh, Nyad Press had uh, Barbara Wilson. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She I, had a whole mystery series. Oh, yeah. many, many of the people who, some of them who are still around today, like Lee Lynch started there. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So many of the people. Uh, Catherine you know, Forrest. Oh, Catherine Forrest from, yeah, she was one of their best-selling authors and then went on to become an editor with them. Oh, did she? uh, Yes, yeah. And uh, when I go to some of these conferences, you know, we all put our heads together and remember the old days. I mean, it was amazing, just amazing. And today, of course, there are many publishers. My publisher is Bywater Books. Okay. And uh, I love those women who run that. And it's a really wonderful organization and so nurturing for for those of us who are are trying to get our books into print. Oh, that's so awesome. You know, um, so many of the uh, LGBT publishing houses, like um, I hear the same thing about them, that they're so, so nurturing, so, you know, helpful. And it's it's like a family atmosphere. Um, well, again, we're doing it for ourselves. Yeah. Um, we're not we believe me, we're not doing it for the almighty buck. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yes. uh, but it's and it's it really is a wonderful, wonderful world. I've met so many authors at some of the conferences I go to. And uh, it's it's it is like a family. It's terrific. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I love being part of it. Yeah. So so what else do you have going on? Do you have anything, uh, any books coming out in the future? You, you said you might do another one. I'll probably do another one. I haven't got anything right now. My latest one called Fried and Convicted. Um, <laughs> and the frying was really about the beach. The, 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 I wanted a literary title that, you know, spoke to the beach. So the first one was As I Lay Frying. Yeah. And so, so after that, we just kept up with the fun. Uh-huh. And uh, the new one is Fried and Convicted. And it's a lot about the last few years in LGBT rights and some of the amazing things that went on and uh, a lot of fun stories about that and not so fun stories, but important stories about that. And if I do a new book, my last title will be Big Girls Don't Fry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That'll be the new one. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's great. So, you know, um, so are you still like primarily living then in Rehoboth? Yes, okay. I wouldn't leave. Yeah, okay. yeah. It is, it is a wonderful place. It's filled with uh, gay men and women. It is, uh, we have the linchpin holding it together of Camp Rehoboth. I don't think Rehoboth would have become what it is today without Camp Rehoboth. Uh, it had been a gay community since the 40s and 50s, but everybody was um, singular house parties. There was no central place to go or communicate. And when Camp Rehoboth came along, it was remarkable. Yeah. Uh, and it, it held us all together and continues to do so. Yeah, I um, started going there, I guess, in the late 80s and uh-huh. 90s. And uh uh-huh. Uh, it's so close, you know. Um, right, right. And it was right. always uh, such a part of such a part of my summer gay life, you know. Yes. Um, 
I forget. Yes. I forget the club. They they had that big club down the there. The Renegade. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that was a wild place. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was fun. We all miss it very much. We yeah. all miss it very much. But there are all kinds of dance clubs, uh, uh, venues that people are using, and and we take over the convention center uh, for Women's Fest on the Wednesday night. We have a dance with two thousand people, wow. and. Um, uh, on Labor Day weekend, we have a thing called Sundance, which raises, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and is a giant party. And we've got a, a really interesting twist on it now. We have one party that's that's 7 to 9.30 p.m. with disco music, and then the electronic stuff comes in after that. <laughs> and so we have almost two uh we have almost two groups of people uh passing in the night at this party somebody said the uh you know at 10 o'clock the median age of the dance floor drops 40 years <laughs> <laughs> that's probably so true <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely but it's really great and so i mean i can't i i have to encourage people to come to uh to see us and yeah oh that's great awesome so um Faye, yes. if you could change one thing about your life, like go back and change it about yourself or your life, what would that be? Wow. Uh, I would have come to Rehoboth earlier. Okay. Um, and the other thing would be that all lesbian writers make big bucks. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like both of those. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And and one other tricky question. Um, what would your your wife or partner, what would she say? Your wife, what would she say about you and your life about together? Me? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh it's been fun and I'm exhausted, but we ain't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm glad to hear that. Yep. Yep. That's great. Absolutely. That's great. Great. Um, so do you do you like to hear from your your readers? I do. I yeah. love it. Okay. And and how do they get a hold of you? Faye Jacobs R B for Rehoboth. Okay. At Gmail. Okay. Faye Jacobs at Faye Jacobs RB. Yes. At, at Gmail. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Great. So all you listeners out there, get a hold of Faye. Say yes, hi. Please. please come to Rehoboth. Come see my, one of my shows. That's fantastic. So uh, the women's camp is um, April 29th through April 29th May 3rd. through May 3rd, uh, Women's Fest in Rehoboth Beach. Women's Fest. Okay. Right. All right. That's awesome. And where else will we see you this year besides Women's Fest? Uh, will you be at the Golden Crown Literary Society? Uh, I may. I haven't I got all my plans together yet, but I may. Okay. And, uh, I'm certainly, uh, you know, possibly P-Town for Women's Week as well. Awesome. So. Okay. All right. So um, that's awesome. So do you want to, do you have any parting words for our listeners today, Faye? Yeah. I did, one thing, just if they read my books, they'll know that I believe that nothing is so awful if it's, if it's worth the story you can tell. And that's how I get through my life. That's awesome. I really like that. And that's so Thank true. You. Thank you, thank you. That's so true. What seems so, maybe so horrible today, um, you know, a week or a month or even a year or so from now, you look back Mm -hmm. and 
it's exactly good... and that's how i get most of my stories a lot of my stories are insane at the time but then when you write them down they're pretty funny yeah oh that's awesome so. that's awesome well i appreciate your humor and uh you know, Thank you. Yeah, and I uh, I look forward to seeing your your next show. That'd be awesome. Very good. I'll let I'll be sure to let you know. Okay. Thanks. Hey. All right. All right. Thanks. Thank you. So um, I'm Anita Kelly, and that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining. Let's talk about books, baby. And thanks to Faye Jacobs for joining us today. Um, until next time, may your journey be lighthearted and peace be plenty.